It's the end of the first round. It's pick number 12. It's a nine-category mock draft, and I am taking Anthony Davis. Well, you can see that on the thumbnail. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore bball, on TikTok at redrock underscore bball, and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to learn more. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listener. Every day, we're free. We're available on all platforms. We're at the end? Not quite. We're almost at the end of the mock draft series for Category Leagues. Yes, I will still do probably one or more Category League mock drafts, um, more points league mock drafts, maybe an auction mock draft. It's coming up in the next week or so. Tomorrow, we'll do pick 13 in a 14-man mock draft and pick 14 in a 14-man mock draft. So that is going to be the end of this pick from every position series. Picking at number 12, and I don't know how I feel about Anthony Davis in that spot. It is who I'm going to take, but I don't love it. Injury risk, a two-game week in playoffs, not great, but that's what I'm going to do. We're going to try and build around that. Pick 12 is a tough position to draft from. It is really tough. Uh, But what, what I haven't been able to do is get Sabonis in any draft, and... Do I do it this time or do I go Davis and Trey Young? Well, I'm going to have a think about that while we get ready to prepare this draft. We'll get there in a sec. But today's episode is brought to you by Fangel Sportsbook. Snap into action this NFL season with Fangel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 bonus bets, win or lose. So, if you've been thinking about joining Fangel, there's never been a better time to get in on the action than now. Now, this is telling me we're going to talk about NFL, and, and I've been telling you about the Dolphins winning the Super Bowl. You know, we know that's going to happen, and Tua's going to win MVP, but the NBA season's coming up. So you can look at future bets. You can look at awards. You can look at MVP, Rookie of the Year. Victor, Chet, Scoot, it's going to be a hotly contested race, and all of those odds are over there on FanDuel at the moment. In fact, we might as well just... Bring them up and see what else we can find. We've got oh, NBA preseason games are up there as well. It's all available over there on uh, on Fangio for getting ourselves all of the action, spreads, money lines, player props, over-unders. It's all there on Fangio. So you know what to do. You go to Fangio.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season, tip off the NBA season, puck drop the NHL season, get on the Major League Baseball playoffs, do it all. Fangio an official partner of the NFL, and don't forget to gamble responsibly. All right, let us uh, let us snap into the mock draft. All right, let's uh, let's flip it into the draft. There's someone that doesn't look like they're here. We'll see. They're picking at number ten, so we'll let it slide down. If they don't turn that, I'll pause it, and we'll get them back in there. We'll get someone in there, but we'll get this rolling. Always someone, isn't there? I don't know why you sign up and then two minutes, yeah, the draft goes in 10 minutes and you don't rock up to it. That doesn't make a lot of sense, but oh well. Always happens. There's always one. 
Uh, or two, sometimes. All right, we are about 30 seconds away. I am going to take Anthony Davis. I still don't know what I'm going to do. I think I do have Trey Young sitting as 12. So I, I think I will take him, but I could be talked into Sabonis. I could be talked into... Nah, no one else. Nah, let's take... Nah, we'll do Trey. We'll do Trey. Jokic goes at one. Shockingly. This is Pulio bloke here. Oh, almost called him something rude. Um, Embiid goes at two. What a shock. Pulio, get your ass in here. I know he can't hear me, but get in. Let's see what's going on at three. We might have to pause this when we get down to the big fella at number 10 who isn't picking. Three, come on, Haywood son. Guys, I know this doesn't mean anything. I got a couple. Yeah, you want some rants? Let's go. I'm a bit mock draft, so let's let's rant. I apologize to these two men here. I assume they're men. Carry on my Haywood son. It's been used 150,000 times as a team name. Let's do something different. Kawhi Mia River, please. Also, 150,000 times. Let's do different names, yeah? Let's let's move away from that. The second thing is that I am seeing a lot. Doncic goes at three here. Shea goes at four. I'm seeing a lot. And it's interesting to me is that people are starting to take on terminology that I don't think has any place. Well, not any place in fantasy basketball. I always see people talking about, like, I'm going to take this stack. It doesn't work. It doesn't mean anything in fantasy. You don't have to stack guys from the same teams. It doesn't work that way in fantasy basketball. And the other one that is proliferating is builds. I use it. I don't love it. But I think it... And correct me if I'm wrong. I think the use of the term, well, I've got a Steph build or a Giannis build or a whatever it is, is coming from NBA 2K, my player. I'm thinking that's what it is. I don't like the, oh, it's a punt free throw build. It's a this build. It's a Giannis build. I, I don't love it. I'm not that against it, but I do think that it is really pushing into fantasy lexicon because of NBA 2K. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. Is this bloke going to pick or am I going to have to pause it? This dickhead. Any chance, my guy? Don't look like it. All right, we'll be back as I kick this guy's ass. All right, we're back in the draft room. I wound it back so that Gcock will take Lamelo again. And now this guy is apparently in the room at number ten. New person taking over the team. It says you're there. Please don't annoy me. Make the pick. Oh, not again. Hey, well done. We're here. We're we're rolling. Let's go. Kevin Durant goes at ten. Sean and Callum take Lillard at 11 and I am going to take Anthony Davis at 12 and I'm going to take Trey Young at 13. There we go. That's the start of my squad. People seem to be or have been very down on Trey. The opinion is coming back around now. Wow. Ant goes at 14. That's a big leap for Ant to get there. I think I just, yeah, look, he, he can, but it is a big leap still, but I don't mind it. It's a weird spot of a draft. You know, Kyrie, Booker, Mitchell, Sabonis, who is a good pairing with Lillard. Sabonis actually is a great pairing with Lillard, yeah, to be honest. He's not as good with Davis, I don't think, but he is really strong with Lillard. But again, pairings, much like builds and stacks, they're overrated. You can make so many things happening. There aren't narrow focuses that you have to grab. You can make so many different things work and happen. Sabonis goes at 15 there to the big fella. Z Pulio. Pretty sure it's Isaac picking there. G Cock. Great name. Are you by any stretch G Cock Malaysian? 
I know you can't uh, hear me. Maybe I'll put it in the chat. Gcock, what's the origin of the name? Bang, let's go. Devin Booker goes 16. Donnie Mitchell goes 17. I might as well just have a bit of a toss while I wait for my pick to come back around. Kyrie goes at 18. Um, all right, now we're into hardened territory. Towns, well, Towns is creeping up and up and up. I don't, I'm not absolutely 100% against it. I sort of am, but I'm not. But I absolutely do not think he's got first round upside. Bridges goes at 20. I, again, I said this in the earlier show. I'm a little worried about what I've seen from Bridges preseason, just in terms of overall fantasy. Scoring well. What about other stuff? That b-ball player. Jim Harden should start to go off the board here, I would say. Jim Butler. Kawhi. Is anyone going to take Kawhi round two? No one's going to. Somebody, Kawhi is going to play 65 games one season. Maybe it's this one. And he's going to make his ADP look silly in that one season. But it's a risk. We know this. Butler goes 21. Uh, Harden goes 22. The Harden situation still remains incredibly weird. I do believe he ends up on the Clippers, but maybe not before the end, of, uh, before the start of the season. But just, just get it sorted. Like it's frustrating. All right, uh, cool. There he goes Kawhi, twenty-three. Actually, that's well. Pairing with Embiid is rough, though. I'd much prefer to get Kawhi with Jokic. A bit more security, I think. Obviously, Jokic is a bit more secure than Embiid. Although their games play weren't that different last season. Market in 24. Um, is Bam, Bam, why is Bam at a buyer ranked 20? Not Bam, why is Victor ranked 25th on this site? I don't understand how their rankings work. Let's switch it to AB, ADP. Uh, Jaron, 26. Yep, really good. Garland, 25. There's so much range of these guys. Jaron, I've seen at 38. Garland goes at 41. Garland goes at 20. And that's how it should be. That's how we should view it. It's not... There's so many different ways that these guys can move into different positions. And I will say this every single mock draft. A, in case there's a new listener or new watcher on the draft, and I will express that, but also to drum it into our heads that nothing is ordinal. It's not as clear-cut and dried that this guy is better than this guy and this guy is four spots better than this guy. It's not how any of it works. If you're smart and you know how to build and you know how to structure and be active, you can make whatever work with whatever really to, to, to a degree. Um, Des Bain goes at 28. Van Vliet goes at 29. Okay. What have you think? What have you thought of the Rockets so far? Let's see how different this draft is also to the one I did earlier today in terms of if people buy into some preseason stuff. At a bio 30, well, Bam went at like 19 last draft. So yeah, big, big changes. Big changes. And as, oh, Paul George at 31. As all of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Bowl drafts are wrapping up, and a lot of them have, I will do a show on ADP data for those shows, for those drafts. I will do it. I just have to wait for them all to finish. And I hope I can get that stuff out ASAP. It'll definitely come next week because we are pretty close to finishing most of those drafts. I'd say half have finished. Half still to go. We had, how many divisions do we have? 90. Yeah, 90 different drafts. So we'll have 60 drafts of data for category leagues and 30 drafts of data for points leagues based on ESPN point scoring. Puzingas goes at 33, LeBron at 32. We're getting back to my pick and I need to work out what I'm going to do here on the turn. I have Anthony Davis quite clearly. Um, hmm. Tough spot. Real tough spot for me. 
I do need another shot blocker. Claxton, Wemby, and Turner are all there because by the time we get back around to me, they will all have gone. What is this guy doing? All right, when Benyama goes at 34, Pozingas 33, you can see that it's running down here. So I've got Claxton and Turner. If I get them with Davis, I won't say that wins me blocks, but I don't really have to concentrate on it. But then I'm in real strife with um, assists. So let's let's clax here. Let's clax it. And what do we do with the next one? I could take a guard, a scorer. What's my blocks? They're 1.5. Um, what can I... Do I take Chet? Let's take Chet. Let's just mix it up a bit. It is early, but I'm just I want to mix it up. I want to try and create some block scarcity. And I want to just take a bit of I, I think if you're picking at 12 like I am, you gotta you gotta take swings. It's so hard when there's uncertainty around your picks and you wait so long. Is the Chet pick awesome? Probably not. Would I do I think that Poole or Levine or Murray or Brunson could end up being better. Yep. Will they get back to me? Probably not. But I try, I'm just trying to do something where I can get my blocks at a really, really strong number and then try and, and have good rebounds and have good field goals and then try and concentrate on some other stuff in the next rounds. Mobley goes at 39. That is that is early on check. Like I, I, I know that. But also when you are picking at the turn, I pick 37 and then 60. So realistically, that pick, if I want to get a block, I have to do it. I have to do it. And that is what the interesting thing is with category drafts. Wow, the blocks are, yeah. Look, I tried to create some scarcity so that people would start reaching up a little bit more. Not that I didn't reach up, but it's worked. Mobley and Kessler gone. So look at this. Porzingis, Weminyama, Turner, Claxton, Holmgren, Mobley, Kessler. That is one. That is seven out of the last eight picks have been big block guys. That's what happens. Um, Walker, yeah, Darren Fox at 41 and then that does enable some other guys to fall like Darren Fox maybe fell a little bit depending on how you view him Aiton goes at 42 that's a pretty good spot for Aiton AK Leopard goes Bronson nice so I, what I was sort of hoping here is I'd get someone to jump up and grab a Shangun to grab a um, a Jarrett Allen. Would anyone? No one would dare, dare risk the Dan Gafford here. No one. No one. If they did, I'd be laughing. Oh, raised by wolves. You just killed it there. Jordan Poole at forty-four is something I'm very, very, very happy for you to do. That's really good. I like it. I do need to make sure I get assists in the next round. Siakam forty-five, and that's probably going to be at sixty and sixty-one. Guys like maybe Drew Holiday. Maybe it's Maxi who falls there. Maybe Beal is there. Um, Levine just goes, wow, he, that went a little bit late. And Jamal Murray is still on the board. Um, Chris Paul, do I take? It's possible. Probably not. Do I take a Simons? Hero? They are options for me, but we are a long way away from that. Jalen Brown goes, oh, that's nice value, 47. And now Kawhi Mia River is about to knock out Zion at 48. I know I just criticized Kawhi Mia River, please, and carry on my Haywood son earlier today. 
Um, apologies. But Jamal Murray, that's a steal in round five. I I don't know. This is me. I just I'm I don't have a big urge to name my fantasy team something basketball related or pun related. I'll name them something funny, but it doesn't have to be forced into basketball. I try to name it something completely obscure. Like my team in the FBI World Cup. I have to I have to name my teams in actually the Lockdown Fantasy Basketball Bowl. My team in the FBI World Cup is called Peter Russell Clark's Big Fellas. All right? That's funny to me. It's got nothing to do with basketball and it's got a fantastic icon. Where's the cheese? Um, Shangun goes at 52, Vooch at 51. I don't know. I'm just, I just don't like name-based, NBA name-based player puns for teams. And I don't know why that is. Is it hypocritical? Probably, as I'm just talking shit here. Shangun's look much better in preseason than, not that I thought, because I know that he's good. He is a top 20 player to me in fantasy, if it all aligns and they use him correctly. My worry was, would they use him correctly? And at this point, well, all signs are currently pointing to sort of yes, which is great. Sort of yes. Um, what else have we got going on here? Beal goes at 54 and Anobi goes at 53. All right, so just what else am I checking out here? Um, Bassey has three blocks in six minutes. Yeah, yeah. Charlie Bassey, man. Julie, Julius Randall or oh, Maxi goes fifty-five. Missed out on that. Randall fifty-six. Charles Bassey three blocks in six minutes. He is a really strong pick in a situation where you have the ability to stash guys because if Collins gets hurt, Bassey will go big. I think Ingram at fifty-seven. He's been like that since he was drafted. That takes a while, but yeah, very interesting. The other thing is that I like Don Barlow too. I'm not sure how much he's going to play, unfortunately. They're both there. This guy lets the clock run down every time. Drew Holiday, auto pick 58. As a late replacement, he's, what's he doing? Sean and Callum. This will probably be a terrible pick. Um, And then it is me. So, oh, no, no, no. Do I need more blocks? I don't think so. Damn auto-pick. Bro, like, the clock's winding down every time. The Bronco goes at 59. All right, so what do I do in this spot? I probably do need some scoring. I'm going to take Hero because, you know, everybody needs a Hero. Now, what do I do with the next one? I... I think I might, because I've got strong field goals, I might do... Do I take... No, I don't want Allen. Let's take Franz. Give me some forward eligibility. As they slot him in as a guard for some reason. If Reggie Miller says Wimbenyana... Don't tell me this guy's already mispronouncing his name. Why can't we get people that know how to speak that announce games? I cannot wait for every announcer to pronounce Bilal's name incorrectly as well. Brooke Lopez goes at 62. I'm not saying that I'm perfect at it, but I try to be better. It's one thing that bothers me a lot with broadcasters or podcasters when you can't say a name and you just don't put any effort into it at all. 
Like if you, if you can't even say like Jokic or Doncic at this point, I'm not sure what's going on. Lopez at 62. Eh, I'm, I'm quite worried about where Brooks' value is this season. And I don't think it's there. It's round seven, maybe round eight. Okay. Jarrett Allen at 63, but I knew Sean and Callum would do something bad. Jarrett Allen goes at 63. We, are we a bit down on Allen? Like I was down on him heading into the season, but I think we might have pushed too far down. Maybe. Gobert, 65. Kuzma, 64. These are pretty common picks in round six. I, what am I going to do with my next one? Anthony Simon's still there. Almost no way he gets back to me. So I'm at 84 for the next pick. So I would hope that, hmm, who can I get in that spot? Jeremy Grant? No, he won't be there. Reeves? Maybe. Paolo won't get to me. Vassell at 67. Always remember also, in a head-to-head league, the most variable categories week on week are steals, blocks, free throw percentage. They vary the most game by game and week by week. So, if you are going to over you know, focus on those categories, you've got to be very strong. You don't have as much of a buffer as you think you have. Paulo goes 68. It's banking on a lot. His percentages have been putrid in preseason, but he has been getting defensive numbers, which is something he didn't do last season. So that's a, a W there. But the percentages, I would hope... Uh, would have improved more, but they have not. Jeremy Grant goes at 69. I will grab Chris Paul if he falls to me at 84. Mark Williams at 70. Okay. Or do I do I take Ben Simmons? I don't know, but my team's points look horrible at the moment. Lego Simons at 71. Giddy's still there. This is now turning, and Barnes still there. What on earth? They're both value plays there, I think. Um, Gafford maybe comes off the board this round. Maybe not. Could I gaff it up with my 85th pick? Would I? Do I need to? How do my rebounds sit? That's what I'm looking at. Well, they're over seven at the moment. Field goal of 50 blocks at 1.2. But well, Gideon Barnes, that guy just cleaned up there. Gafford said, wow, okay. I think in a lot of drafts, you can let Gafford go 30 spots further down and get him. I don't think that it's great. Far out, Duran. I don't think that it's crazy that Gafford beats that number. That Duran pick is, I haven't seen him go that high ever. So he's gone Williams and Duran. The second year centers. I thought he got good value carry on my Haywood son with Vooch and Levine. But then maybe went early on Williams and Duran. You're expecting a big jump there. I think I would rather push those guys one to two rounds further back. But like I said earlier in the show, it doesn't mean anything. It's not the end of the world. You can recover from it. Jamaran in round seven. I don't love that. Oh, it was an auto pick. You're in the room. 30 second clock, man. Snap it up. I think if you're doing a live draft, like I make these 30 seconds because we're broadcasting them, so it doesn't go forever. I think you want snappy time or you want like hours so you can actually make an informed decision. To me, a slow draft is the best process for a fantasy league because it enables you to sit and think and work out exactly what you want to do rather than a rushed pick and scour the lists. But otherwise, let's go. Let's let's just fire it up. Let's go quick. Scooter goes at 70. Wow, he's jumping up. Michael Ponder goes at 78. That's 77 for Scoot Henderson. He was good yesterday, admittedly, very good. Cam Johnson, 79. Um, yeah. Whew. 
Oh, do I? Nah, it's too early. But I won't get him otherwise. I'd consider Jabari Smith. I want to consider him. Mainly just to just push him up the board a bit. But it's too. It's still too early for me. And Chris Paul is still around. So, well, I don't like... You know, I'm always going to say I don't like CJ McCollum when he goes in round seven. I'm never going to like that. Um... G. Cock. Put Rogier and Green into my queue as well. Chris Paul. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking for my pick. But I've got two picks. D'Angelo Russell. Holy crap. What? This guy's just gone, I love former Lakers. Ingram Kuzma Russell. Former slash current Lakers. Just a big fan of that um, Lakers team. Nick Young coming next round. If this guy takes Zubats, I know what's up. That's, wow, that is very high for dinner. You assholes, Epulio. Chris Paul, let's readjust. What are we doing? Marcus Smart? Anybody? Probably. Uh, I think. I don't, I don't take Ben Simmons, do I? No, I don't think my free throws can handle that. We are going to... Chris Middleton goes at 83. We are going to take... Not... Markel? I don't take Markel. What's my team looking like in terms of roster? I've got flex. Next pick. Um, Do I... Get assists with Tyus? No, no, no. I'm going to get assists with Reeves. I've been getting Reeves in this spot a lot. Let's do it. Reeves is a good assist guy, good free throw guy, good scoring guy, bad defensive stat guy, but I'm all right with those. I'm, I'm covered there, I think. Well, Jabari Smith did go at 86. Okay. Interesting. So I, I thought, I knew there was no way he'd push back around to me. Interesting move from you, Shawnee. But if I do, I, oh, my next pick is at. 108, and rebounds might be done. They might be gone. So I'm okay in rebounds. I'm pretty strong in it. But that is a risk. Ben Simmons goes 87. Yeah, look, this is what we're seeing now. Simo is pushing way up the board. Way up the board. Rightfully so. But we've been on him as a late-round pick for weeks. Weeks. Mitch Robinson, 88. I got Mitch Robinson at like 120 in the last draft I did. That just shows, man, how wide a range stuff there is. Arturo Rogier is still sitting there. That's turning into value as well. Wendell Carter is still there. You don't see Mitch go ahead of Wendell very often. Capella 89. Oh, ahead of a Kongwu. A Kongwu's still there, isn't he? Yeah, let's throw him into the queue. Clay's still there. Smart's still there. Well, there goes a Kongwu at 90. Tyus Jones is still there. Usually he's gone. Well gone by now. So now it is turning into actual value for Tyus. As much as I don't like him going in round six, yeah, here it's great value. And this is a weird spot of the draft, man. These guys are all so pushed together in my mind. Dinwiddie. And yeah, that one feels early. That feels early. There's a lot of guys still available that I would have taken ahead of him. What about old Zatch? I might throw him into the queue, Zach Collins. I don't think he makes it back to me. I think Zach will go at the start of round nine, is my guess. That's what I've been sensing or seeing through a lot of these drafts. Raised by Wolves, the time is running out. Time is up, they said. Wendell Carter gets auto-picked. Unlucky for you. 
all it takes is a couple of picks to go early. Duran, Gafford, Williams. And the whole structure of a board changes. And who's available and what stats become harder to get. And there can be domino effects and guys slide. That's why you've got to be nimble in a draft. And go, oh, well, this everyone's going this way. Maybe I need to just wait and get some other guys come through as values later on. Wiggins goes at 94. Clay, 93. Smart, 95. I expect that this Kawhi guy is going to take Zach Collins here. Would be my guess. We take Rogier. Oh, okay. Maybe not Zach. Would you take Zach Collins or John Collins? Good question because they both got the same name. Nurkic. Oh, that's a good one. Nurkic at 97. Nurk looked pretty good yesterday. He looked pretty good. Jalen Green, 98. Yeah, I actually think it's pretty strong. Because, again, we're looking for what does he bring? Points, threes. I worry that he's never going to get the peripherals up, and that will make... Oh, I do not like John Collins particularly this season, but, yeah, at 99, who cares? Back to Jalen. I'm not sure he's ever going to get the peripherals, and I think that there might be some struggles, but volume scoring is important for some teams at this point. Uh, Okay. Aaron Gordon at 100. I don't really see that happen very often. Derek White's still there. Derek White was going early on before the trades in like the 60s. Big, big drop for him. Draymond at 101. I can't believe Tyus Jones is still there. I thought for sure people would have taken him. Tobias Harris at 102. Man, there's value here. I might might have to grab Tyus. I don't think he's going to make it all the way. But I've got Tyus and Zach at the top of my queue. Asar? Keegan? So it's hard with a 12-team league. Maybe you guys don't find this, but if you go around 10, and that's around pick 100, but it's not. It's 120th. So sometimes those numbers skew my brain, but that's okay. Derek White, 103. Hmm. Four picks to go. What are the odds that Tyus and Zach fall? Might throw Tyus's brother in there as well with Trey. Someone just went. Tyus just went. Um. Okay. Uh, you know who actually might work for me? And I don't love him as a as a player this season, but this big guy, you know, it's Valanciunas. Just solidifying some rebounds because they will not be easy to get at all. Bud Heald goes 105. Do I take the two centers? Zach and Jonas? Um... Maybe. They're not big blocks guys, but I've got blocks guys and they are okay at blocks and they help me there. They're both good percentage guys. It's not going to be, it's going to be ruined because these two idiots are going to annoy me. Idiots, I apologize for saying that, but you know, all is fair in a draft. Got to reach one of my next picks. I knew you would do this, my guy. That is, as they would say, annoying. Uh, Okay, so let's reassess. Rob Williams still there. I took him last mock. I'm not super keen on him again. Keegan Murray goes, all right, let's snag Zach. And let's look at the team. Trey Jones is still there. And we are at pick 109. Robert Williams is still there. Asar Thompson is still there. But we are going to take Trey Jones there. Take two Spurs back to back. I just, that was just me snagging value, I think. Now, my points are pretty diabolical, which after starting with Trey is not ideal. 
but that's the way the draft sort of fell to me. I've got a weird combination of team with very good assists, very good blocks, very good field goals, very good free throws, solid rebounds. Weird team. It's hard picking at 12. Um, Murphy, 110. I feel like you could have gotten more value drafting clacks later. Maybe, but I didn't have that opportunity. Couldn't have taken clacks later. And I wanted to do something with structuring up my blocks, which I believe is the strongest in the league. Maybe Z Pulio might be close to me. Yeah, he is. What is he? What's his blocks? Alan Mobley. Oh, Wembenyama. Okay. Um, so after Trey Jones goes Trey Murphy, and then Asar Thompson, Gaz Trent. Gaz always goes in round 10. I don't even know if there's upside for him to, to go ahead of that, to be honest. But we know he fits very specific things of threes and steals, which are actually, at this point, the more abundant categories. Westbrook goes at 113. Um, I would hope for 132 that old mate Ben Matherin falls to me. There's almost no way that's going to happen, though. I don't believe. Uh, there you go. One pick later, Ben Matherin goes 114. I would have really enjoyed getting him. Oh, well, enjoyment's not for everyone. That is so high on Derek Lively. But I will say this to you, AK Leopard. In terms of the fly picks, there's no centers. And Lively is an option. Now, I would consider like a Steve Adams there, but he doesn't bring the block. So while it seems high, if it works out, he beats this number, I would say. It is Wow, we're going, we're going into round 10 here. Brandon Miller in round 10. Sure. All right. Okay. All right. We're, we're doing that, are we? That might leave me some very nice values when we get back at 130. Maybe. Maybe it doesn't, though. It might. We'll find out. Um. Okay. Gordy Hayward, 119. Wow. PJ Washington, 118. Wow. Okay. Bruce Brown, 117. This is a Bilal at 120. Let's go. Dennis Schroeder, 121. All right. This draft is... I wouldn't say it's off the rails, but... I won't, I won't not say that. All right, we're, we're rolling now. Let's go. What a draft. Where's Kobe White going to go? Do I take B-Ball Paul? Here it is, Kobe White. I knew it, I knew it. Where's Bob Covington going to go? I wonder if any of these people in this draft have... Um, have watched my last mock draft. Possible this Jordan Clarkson one twenty three yeah okay yeah it's fine um I just want to check something Paulie Reed yeah okay all right cool I don't know what I was checking there how is the team going oh that's a man I can't believe the Flyers all started going that early Kelden one twenty four what an interesting draft. That's going to help some teams in projected standings and draft tracker for sure, but we know the drawbacks of that. Quickly still there. Usually, Jaden McDaniels is gone. It might actually turn into a spot where drafting Shaden Sharp becomes viable. Sometimes he goes too early, but we're getting... Or oh, Sadiq Bay goes. All right, let's see. Who's going to take Jalen Johnson? Who's going to take Bob Covington? We're going to throw both of those into the queue, especially for my team here. 
Jaden Hardy or Paul Reed goes. All right, let's go. We're, we're flying here. Rob Williams is still there. I am going to end up with Rob Williams again. Am I? Do I need to? No, I... Oh, do I though? Why is he still there? Or did he go and I just missed it? No, he's still there. RJ Barrett? I think RJ Barrett over Rob Williams feels like... I don't know. It feels like someone farted in my eyes. Marcus Smart style. Patrick Williams, 129. Am I... What? what? Am I losing my mind? Why are some of these players going here? Um, you know, I, look, I have to take Rob Williams here. I don't even care that... Does it give me overload on blocks? A, a little. Do I really care? No. Do Deal with it later. Covington there? Huh. I don't think I'll take... Oh, I don't know, actually. Do I take Jalen Johnson? Do I take Shaden Sharp? Jaden Ivey? Jaden, Shaden, Jalen? Uh, Sean and Callum, what are you uh, blokes up to? Herbert Jones auto-drafts. I, okay, so... I don't, okay, well, I'm taking Rob Williams there. That's just too low, man. Um, what do we do with the next one? Bilal's gone. Check the queue. Do I do Covington? Do I try and get some... Let's just take quickly there. Take some scoring. A little bit of an assist boost. And I like getting quickly at 133. I've seen you go at 110 sometimes. 108. That's what... That's value. And I'm very shocked to see Josh Hart, who sometimes goes at 100. Oh, there he goes. At 134. Man, some wild swings here. Wild. Melton hasn't gone. Jaden McDaniels hasn't gone. What a different group of drafters here. Bobby Portis hasn't gone, and he usually goes way higher than this. I'm not saying he should. Tari Eason's still there. Man. Steven Adams is still there. Hey, if you've already got bad free throws, why wouldn't you take Steve Adams? Hey, that D Namu Tem, I know I said hey twice then. I think you might have lent into punt free throws too hard. Because your free throws are very bad, but you don't have super strong categories in other areas. Horton Tucker goes at 135. I think that Dinamo team, look at his team. Giannis, LeBron, Fox, Gobert, Capella, Westbrook. You've got terrible free throws, but you haven't actually built enough strengths. That's the antithesis of punting, I believe. Has my team got enough strengths? I, I think they do. Good blocks, field goals, free throws, assists, rebounds. Got six good categories. Actually, my turnovers are pretty okay. Just horrid threes. Horrid. And my points are pretty low too. Danny Melton goes 138. Harrison Barnes, 137. I, I don't get it. I don't get taking Harrison Barnes at all. Obi Toppin should start to go soon. Jaden Ivey, all right. Covington, Sharp, Jalen Johnson. I Can I get them back for me at 156? I have my doubts. Sexton, 139. Keontae George should go soon, I think. No one's taking Chris Dunn. I don't really know where his role is. Jeremy Sohan at 140. Is that Jeremy Sohan ahead of Keldon Johnson or did Keldon go? No, Keldon went. Um, Grimes, Bogdanovich, the Bogdan variety. People aren't taking Ubre. I thought they would. Nas Reed, I'm going to throw him into the queue. I'm going to throw Jarris into the queue. Just in case. Keontae's coming in. Cole Anthony's coming in. Joshy Richardson's coming in. 
Johnny Kaminga's coming in, maybe. Steve Adams to that b-ball player. Um, let me just have a look at that guy's team, that b-ball player. He's got average free throw. So this drops him way down, but he had bad blocks and bad rebounds. I don't know what that does for him. Curious call. Curious call. But there is some upside appeal there that you might want to trade off, which is, again, part of it too. Bogdan Bogdanovich, 143. Hey, by the way, one of I know I tweeted about this. One of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Leagues is done. There's a lot of them done. And one guy, I'm not going to call him out who he is. He knows who he is. Has made six trades already and traded away nine players from his team. Just some wild trades. I, like, just calm down. Some people are legitimately addicted to fantasy and trading. It's that is that to me is oh, Jalen Johnson goes. That's like it's crazy. I, I don't understand it. Keontae goes one forty four. Jalen one forty six. That's Jalen Johnson. Obert Toppin one forty six. I wonder if people will take Jarris Walker. Uh, is anyone going to take Johnny Isaac? I cannot believe Jaden McDaniels hasn't gone. I know I've been talking about how I don't think he should go in round 10, but we, he should go here. Cole Anthony going, Malcolm Brogdon going. Are we just Why are we just skipping Jaden McDaniels? Again, he's got limited upside, I think, with that team. Shaden Sharp goes, this has been one of the most ass-backwards um, drafts that I've seen. Just so much weird stuff going on. Karis Levert, 150. Like, I haven't actually gone much upside here. Like, in like, no flyers, because a lot of them got taken. But I thought Trey gave me value. Rob Williams gave me value in round 11. I think quickly in round 12 gives me value. And if Jaden McDaniel sits there in round 13, like, that's value as well. Maybe Covington's my flyer. Tari Eason goes. Just didn't expect this to play out the way that it has. I'll tell you that. Very, very interesting draft. Um, okay, Danamu. Really haven't been a fan of how these draft has played out, but again, different. I love different ideas, different thought processes. Terrence Mann goes. I think he doesn't even can he even get that if he plays thirty minutes. I don't know. Bob Portis. Now that actually turns into value for Portis there, versus getting him in round eleven. Two picks to go. Will Bob Covington slide? Almost no chance. This bloke Z Pulio is going to take Rob Covington. I feel it in my loins. So I got two picks left. I have to take Jaden if he's there, and Covington have to. Thibel goes. Wow. Oh, McDaniel's no. All right. So, all right. What am I going to do? Um. Let's take Bob, and then for my final pick. Huh. For my final pick, I'm going to take uh, 15 seconds. Oh, Josh Richardson, Jarris Walker. I think this is uh, Jarris. Let's take Jarris. All right, there's a fly pick, Jarris Walker. I don't think he's going to start opening night. Hey, I tell you what, I, I know. Why am I saying hey so much? Someone left a comment and it was one of the perfect examples of highlight real bias. They said, man, Jarris Walker, he's going to be starting. He's had an awesome, amazing preseason. And his first game was really good. 
but he's averaging 12, 6, and 4 with like a steal, a block on 36% from the field and 60 from the line, which to me is mid. Like it's like, but we saw the first game was awesome and the second game was bad, but no one talks at all about game two. Not one single mention of it. So therefore, it's assumed that he's been just dominating preseason, which is false. Josh Richardson goes, or goes, Caruso, Suggs, Richardson, Cam Thomas. I Cam Thomas is going to be in the rotation. I don't think he's going to have anywhere near the touches or playing time to get him to this spot. But who knows? Quentin Grimes, 162. I, I, oh, that, I like this from you, AK Leopard, Jaden Hardy. Grimes is a great pick. I, I do worry that he just doesn't touch it enough, but the upside for him is very clear in his talent. He could actually come out and just go, wow, holy shit, this guy, look at him. I, there is, He's got that in him, I think. Max Struess at 164. We've got four picks left. Some of the guys that usually get picked, Kevin Herter, Kyle Anderson, Boyan Bogdanovich, they're all still there. Um, that's interesting to me. Christian Wood's still there. You, this is where, look, Kevon Looney goes, you've got to take Boyan here. I, no way I would take KCP over Boyan. Not a single world I would do that. I would take Avdia here as well. I'll take Isaiah Stewart here. Um, Malik Monk, I would take. There's a lot of guys available still. Two picks left. Norman Powell. I don't. I think Powell's upside. I was a little bit interested in him. I think his upside is a little bit um, capped. And Miles Bridges goes to the last pick. I think that is a wasted pick. But whatever, it is the final pick in the um, in the draft. So. Let's look at my squad. Far right here. Anthony Davis, Trey Young, picking at 12. So round one, Davis, two, Trey Young. Round three, Claxton. Round four, Holmgren, which I don't love. Hero in round five, Wagner, Franz. I sh- shouldn't need to explain that. Franz in va- round six. Fultz in round seven. Oh, back-to-back Orlando's. Didn't say that. Um, Reeves in round eight. Zach Collins, round nine. Trey Jones, round 10. Back-to-back Spurs. Rob Williams, round 11. Probably the biggest steal I think I got. Emmanuel Quickly, round 12. Bob Covington, round 13. And Jarris Walker at number 14. So if I'm going to go ahead and have a look now at my projected standings over on the old basketball monster, how does my team uh, look? Let's have a look. Come on. All right. So projected standings has me number two, which even though I'm putting limited weight into it, doing that from pick 12, I'm happy with. My team ended up being a squad that is quite weak in points, quite weak in threes, but better than average in rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, field goals, free throws, and somehow turnovers. I don't really know how that happened. The points is troubling. I don't think I'll ever beat anybody in points, but I'm happy with some of the other numbers I got. Almost averaging a block per game, over four, almost four and a half assists, over six rebounds, 49 and 80 as my percentages, which are on the iffy side. So, my team looks good, but there are debates on it. Number one is no gifts. Then me, it's Z Pulio, Sean and Callum, that b-ball player, AK Leopard, talk to the swoosh, raised by wolves, carry on my Haywood son, G Cock, D Namu, and Kawhi Mia River. But don't despair. It's all good. That is the end of the show. Follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app and on YouTube. Thumb it up and leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.